0: this is episode number 23 of the homeowner show whether you're diy or looking to hire we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home my name is kevin hackett And back with us is Craig Williams. Hello, hello, hello. and Welcome to the Homeowner Show. We are so glad that you could join us today for a great show. We're excited about this one. Uh, If you haven't yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button there. I'm shaking the microphone all over the place. Look at me. (laughs) If you haven't yet, go ahead and hit the subscribe button there on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. I think it's like a notification bell on there, isn't it? Yeah. Subscribe. There's a subscribe, and you need to hit the notification bell. Do them both. Yep, Um, and just get all that great, good homeowner goodness content sent your way. How you doing, Kev? Man, I'm doing good. Yeah, glad you're uh, back amongst the living. I am amongst the living, and I am way better. I, you know, I missed. I really missed doing that episode. Uh, I, I really missed hanging out with those ladies. Uh, but man I am really glad I did not spread the plague to you guys. Me too. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was a it was a nasty trip. I don't intend to take it again. Yeah. Um stay away from that mess. Yeah. So and I I'm glad I took it when I did cuz I had to head out of town like 2 or 3 days later. Yeah. And just to recover from that trip, I had to take another trip. Yeah. Well, hey. So you but life is rough. Gotta, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I won't. I won't put it out there. Uh, well, I am about to. That, that was one we of the most popular episodes so far. Yeah. So, so the, the, no correlation, obviously. No, no pressure no. for for our current guest <laughs> or for you. <laughs> well. <laughs> well yeah there's a little pressure on me (laughs) (laughs) it is like i said it is what it is so how are you doing man other than um so was that was that like an explain a brag is that what is that what was going on well i don't know what that is but sure (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it is but i just did it yeah i'm good all right that's fine we'll see how it goes (laughs) so you're back from your trip yeah of getting in the swing of things i am yeah, and I've got, there's like, there's like sun, like, you can see like the intensity of the sun as it worked its way down my face. Yeah, I've noticed. So. It's as if you had a cowboy hat on or something. Something. On trip. Yeah. And it, it doesn't get prettier on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but yeah, also like the, the sickness and the trip, I didn't, I didn't get to do any of the things that I, I ranted about last time. The, oh. the fireplace still remains on the workbench. The part remains unordered. Well that's not helpful <laughs> um but it is what it is yeah well you'll get around to it whenever you get cold enough um, thankfully I think we may be, you know we may have like a couple of days left in Texas <laughs> where it's just gonna tease us with some some cold weather so yeah well uh it's one of those deals just weird in in South Texas where you know one day you'll wake up it's 50 degrees in the morning 85 in the afternoon yeah so it's just fun like that
1: yeah it's gonna happen. So. Or you can get it up and running real fast if you get a hold of your local plumber. There you go. All so right. He's jumping in. He's ready. He's ready to promo.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well let's let, let's go ahead and, and, and bring him in. We got our we got our good friend Ryan from uh what what's the name of your, your company here? Burke Family Plumbing.
1: Burke Family Plumbing. So do you do you plumb only for families or is it for his no. family? For <laughs> no, it's uh family owned and operated. There you go. So uh, it's my brother and I and sister in law. Ooh, yes. Okay. So, the the most difficult
0: business structure.
1: Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> one def- with family. <laughs> That's it, right. <laughs> it
0: definitely has some challenges. Oh man! So I bet it does. And and well, I mean, let's let's just go ahead and jump into it. So how how long have, did you guys you guys started this this business? Then I assume because it, it, your names at the top.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, approximately four years ago. Okay. So.
0: And have have you been doing? Have you been doing plumbing for four
1: years or? No, I've been doing plumbing for 19 years. Okay. Wow. I worked for a local plumber right here in Montgomery County uh, for 16 years. And then uh, the gentleman was going to retire and sell his business. And so we hung out for a while waiting for him to uh, get closer to retiring. And then we decided that since he's selling his business, we can open our own now. So... So y'all y'all didn't buy his business, you just No. Okay. No. But we were um lead plumbers in his business, so we were very important in the operations of his business. So um we knew we had a good foothold in our own when he would retire. Mm. So it, was it was it just you at the
0: beginning or was it was it so whether was it all of you?
1: Uh uh, the beginning of Burke Family Plumbing? Yeah. Actually, my brother started, uh, we both started it together, but my brother uh, took employment in Burke Family Plumbing first okay. to get service. Um, we both have a new construction background okay. in commercial, like fire stations, plumbing hospitals, and schools. But um, we knew that jumping into large projects like that in the beginning would be difficult to uh, float the I guess you say the revenue to to pay the bills. So, yeah. So service, uh, we we wanted to start in service and getting people's homes and be seen, be heard, and and uh, and get some cash flow going, and and then work our way up to big projects. And uh, we're we're getting there now. Okay. okay. So, so you so you do a little bit
0: more. You you've been doing a lot of more residential stuff
1: and now you're starting to get into some bigger projects. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yes. Within the company. Yes. We are uh, currently have five open new construction contracts uh, that we're currently working and three service plumbing trucks in the local area. Okay, great. And, And so do you, do
0: you guys need to have like a specific license in order to do those different kinds of projects, like differentiate between like, Residential and commercial kind of stuff? Uh,
1: Yes, there's a tradesman license for residential. Only journeymen uh, can do commercial projects or multifamilies like uh, apartment buildings. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have like medical gas licensing to run uh, nitrogen and oxygen and hospitals to provide or dentist office, you know, for anesthesia and such. Mm. We have that license as well.
0: And I never even thought about that before.
1: No, I hadn't either. I've only put that in cars. <laughs> so, yeah, every time you go down uh, in, in for surgery in the hospital, a plumber put that gas in there and your life is in a plumber's hands. Wow. that That is not anything that's ever crossed my brain.
0: So so then, I mean, is that is that also true for like welders then? I mean, do welders need you guys to come in and set their gas lines up for
1: for those kinds of systems we have done uh some gas line systems and shops for um so what is that like argon nitrogen uh, yes and um, uh acetylene okay yes we have done some shops locally um so it's steel piping you don't need a license to run that okay you just need a license to fill uh, the bottles as far as i it's not my specialty on that but piping is Okay. okay So. Wow, I my I myself do a little
0: dabbling in the CO two, okay, gas world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Okay. And all my friends appreciate that. So, right. well, yeah,
1: <laughs> we benefit from that.
0: Uh, yeah, we make some tasty beverages. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you'd be surprised what. Uh, uh, plumbers end up piping an industrial field as well, like uh, new projects or research and development projects for an engineer. Engineer could dream it up. Plumbers got to get it together. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, that so that kind of leads me to a question: what What do you do?
0: I mean, uh, give us a little bit of information on you know. I, I'm sure you probably specialize in this, in certain things, but. Um, It sounds to me like you kind of run the gamut. You do lots of different things when it comes to plumbing. Um, So kind of give us an idea of of the types of projects uh, that you like to do and that you'd maybe do most often, and we'll go from there.
1: Okay. Um, Well, right now, uh, service, we... We are currently doing like anything from just basic service to helping a homeowner. Most of the time, if you're calling uh, for a plumbing service, you're in. Need for sure. (laughs) It's never a good thing. Waters be rising. Waters everywhere. Something's (laughs) not working, or you know, there's gas leak. You know, which uh, half of the homeowners out there do not know that if you smell gas, you could call a plumber first. Okay, you know, and they may be more responsive than the gas company to come out and turn your gas off, find Mm -hmm. the leak. The gas company will not fix the leak. Yeah. anyways when it's found so well i mean because i know that they have
0: the notices and I'll rabbit trail you here for a second but like i know that they say like if you have a gas leak like, immediately call the gas company
1: what What are they going to do they're going to come out and turn your gas off okay and leave and tell, leave. And tell you to call a plumber okay
0: and so it, it's is it i mean like is it okay for me to just call my call a plumber and yes okay so yeah. you
1: would leave your home Right. If you smell gas and call a plumber and we would come out there and we would turn the gas off to not introduce any more gas in your home, just like the gas company. And we would approach it as an emergency, like if your house was flooding. So we would have day to day work. And then when you call an emergency in, we will put you in the schedule immediately and try to get to you. So, yeah, that, that was something that that happened to me. Uh, I don't know about almost
0: 10 years ago now we'd, we'd purchased a new home and we couldn't get the fireplace to work. It was a gas fireplace. We couldn't get it to work. And oh, I, 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 gas fireplace. Yeah. And we're back. <laughs> um, so I, I couldn't get to work. And so I called the gas company. I was like, what's, what's going on here? You know, I can't, I can't get this to work. And um, they said, well, we can't really help you. We, we supply the gas to your house. We can't really help you. And I said, okay, well, who, if you can't help me, who am I supposed to call? Because I'm, I'm just like, well, I, I don't know what to do here. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I need something. And uh, they were completely unhelpful. And so I started kind of asking around and someone said, I think you need to call a plumber. And I, I would have never thought to call a plumber for a gas issue because I think uh, maybe I'm speaking too freely here. But I think the majority of people, when they think of plumbing, they think water. Right. That's they, correct. So, um I called the plumber and he came out and got me hooked up. So I I, I I would have never known to do that originally. A happy ending to a gas fireplace story. I, it can happen. I, I never would have imagined. Yeah.
1: Well, Kevin, <laughs> hey, get back to your original question. I don't think I got to what I like to do best. Okay. Hey, I like to do large underground plumbing work. Okay. And then, uh, But um, I also like to solve... Any problem you have, the mystery problem that you would have, mm. I like to solve that. Mm. That is my most. That's where I like to be. Ooh. So. Well, so let's let's start with the first one. So large underground plumbing. What
0: what exactly is that? I mean, is that
1: um,
0: like is that new construction kind of stuff, yes, or is it that-
1: new construction like um, water mains? Okay. So we like uh, uh, we have the license to put. Water for fire protection systems in the ground. It's a uh, it's a separate license from plumbing altogether. It's through the fire marshal. Okay. So we will serve commercial buildings with uh, a large water main to provide fire protection.
0: So. Huh. And it's like its own dedicated yes main line. Okay.
1: Huh. It, does that it have to be pressurized a certain way? Yes. Okay. It, it has to main uh, be tested and maintain a 200 hydraulic. Uh, Pressure test, and that is so um, when the fire trucks hook up to it and use it, and the back pressure from that pump truck, it could withstand the uh, water shock because it hammers it.
0: That's actually, I I mean, I I can say a little something. That's actually really important because we actually had a fire here on the property, Mm. and right before the fire, we had had a fire hydrant installed down by the road. And when they came to put the fire out, they hooked up to the fire hydrant and there wasn't enough pressure in the line Uh to get the water to the back of the property To, to put the fire out, so they had to bring out water trucks and all kinds of stuff. That was several years ago now, though. Wow, but yeah, so like to this day, like the fire department, like kind of marked the fire hydrant down by our property as like mm-hmm. an unusable. Right. That's not even a word um, <laughs> that I just made up right now, uh, right. as I'm prone to do apparently. Um, but yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's a it's a fire hydrant that they can't use now. So until they fix the pressure issue, I don't I don't know how you would do that, but you right. might. I don't know.
1: It's It's all in pipe sizing and then the actual hydrant will, um, some of them restrict the flow. And it's actually the installer's job to um, put a meter on it Mm -hmm. and check the flow and make sure the flow is proper. And when you see fire hydrants at different colors, the colors indicate the flow rate that that fire hydrant will provide. Well, that's new. Yeah. how, How many
0: different colors are we talking about here?
1: I think there's six different colors. Oh my gosh! I would have to use the. the, the <laughs> you need schedule. to get the book out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen like red and green. So. I
0: figure there may be a yellow somewhere. I don't know what the color is down there. It's something like so. a stoplight. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's not purple. <laughs> I felt the need to explain myself on that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, and so with the with with the the big installs that you're talking about is do you like those because you you kind of get to des- design it and do it right in your
1: mind or what 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 is the appeal for you um my i guess my i like big tractors so ah, I you, like, <laughs> you, like, you like the tools that <laughs> i got gotcha. you you know and um i i like to be extremely busy and uh projects of that magnitude require uh many employees to get it done and um mm. so i Um, I like to be busy putting that in and kind of, I don't know what the scheduling the project when you schedule it Mm -hmm. and you know where your completion time is going to be. And there's a lot of things happening. A lot of people, a lot of players and you get to that finish line on time. It's a huge accomplishment. Sure. Yeah. So, so does that, okay. So, so I know you, you like
0: those types of projects. Um, but if I were to just call and say, hey, I've got a, a a toilet that's backed up, I can't figure out what to do, for example, um, is that a project that you're just kind of like, okay, well, fine, I'll come out and do it, or maybe I don't really want to, or how, how does that rank on your your list as far as... I don't know, maybe priority or things that you want to do, uh, those types of things. Because obviously we're talking, in your mind, kind of commercial versus residential, right? those sorts of things.
1: And that's the beauty about our company is we offer all of that. There's no job too small and there's mm-hmm. no job too large and every customer is a priority of ours. Um, so if they call with the toilet blockage and we will dispatch someone, Within a day. Oh, now, wow. we cannot say we could dispatch someone within an hour. Sure, sure. Because unless it's flooding your home and you, you know, you literally have like a broken toilet and you're flooding, um, we will put it just in the schedule because we need to reserve emergencies for someone calling this a gas leak. Yeah. Um, because it, we have been called out where a gas leak has resulted in an injury. So explosion, like an
0: ignited in Montgomery County, it has
1: ignited in the kitchen and uh, burned the homeowner. So uh, we we try to just reserve some time for. Are there are there some some myths
0: out there floating around around gas leaks? And I'll 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 give you one that I. I don't know whether or not it's true. Um, you know, I, and, and my business is in the service industry too. And, and one of the things that we've told our guys is if you ever smell gas and you have a cell phone on you, make sure and get out of that building immediately because right. we've, we've heard that cell phones can ignite or have the potential to ignite gas. But I don't, I don't know if that's a myth or if that's uh, you know, what, what are, what are some of those things that you need to be really cautious of when you, when you encounter a situation like that?
1: Well, I would leave immediately and, and call service uh, to come on a gas leak. I wouldn't worry about a cell phone. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, it, it has to be an ignition source. Natural gas has to be a perfect 14% gas to oxygen mixture for it to be explosive. Right. So... Um, it's a very narrow window to explode, but it's possible with yeah. the proper
0: ignition source. So we're not talking like static electricity off my wool sweater can pop it or something like that. If,
1: if it is fourteen percent then you had a static charge, there's your ignition. There source. you go. That's what I needed to hear. Wow. I'm getting out. <laughs> yeah, just leave. <laughs> so, in propane, you mentioned something about propane. Yeah, uh, propane generally has a different smell than natural gas, so mm. it it smells like death. <laughs> <laughs> So it very well may not be something dead in your house. It may be propane. There's there's a ringing endorsement
0: for propane.
1: It, it could it, be both. Uh, it might be you. It could be the propane. Either way, take a shower. Right. Thanks. So, now um, we've we've gotten calls before about sewer gas smell because it smelled like death, and it actually propane. was propane. Wow. Mm. And they didn't know that they were in danger. Now is that, so,
0: is, does propane naturally smell that way, or is it something they put in there to, so that you know that it's propane?
1: Actually, I do not know. Do you know I know? think it is an additive. I know it's an additive in natural gas. Yeah, because
0: yeah. nat- natural gas kind of has that rotten egg. Mm-hmm. kind of. Is it sulfur? Is that what they add it, to it?
1: Yes, I think, believe so. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Oh, it's, it's stinky. A, it's a very distinct smell. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: okay. We'll say further in our business, if uh, if you want to spice up your house and change out some fixtures or anything like that. Uh, we do those jobs too, remodels and such every, I don't know if you've seen the latest and greatest, um, freestanding tubs and freestanding. Oh houses. yeah. Oh yeah. Those are big. Yeah. So a uh, small remodel a master bath will open up some floor space actually with a freestanding tub. Mm-hmm. If you take out that old drop in tub and the tile and whatnot. Um, the, sh- more supply right here in Conroe has a showroom, and uh, they have lots of uh, products there to choose from.
0: I haven't been over there. That is a huge showroom. It is very nice. Yeah. Have you been over there, Kev? I haven't. We need to take a field trip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And so, but but you would Ryan will go. take you. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Ryan will go. Uh, so so those obviously require a plumber to come in and 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 do the reroute for yeah. for whatever lines need to be rerouted. That's correct. Okay. So, and like for something like that, I mean, don't you, I mean, like you kind of have to go and like chip out concrete and if it's like a traditional slab. Foundation, yeah, there's a of,
1: possibility that there will be cement work.
0: Yeah. Hmm. That's no big deal for you guys, right?
1: Not a big deal. There you go. Yeah. It's
0: a big deal for me. Well. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You're not in the biz. I'm not in the biz. <laughs> That's why there's guys like you out there because <laughs> some of us have no clue what to do whenever it comes to plumbing. And I think plumbing is one of those things that a lot of people are just kind of scared of because they think, okay, well, if I open this up or if I, you know, if I even, even like my, my sink isn't draining the way it needs to, I think something may be down in the trap, just taking that off. They're scared that water is going to go everywhere. Right. And so I guess one, one of the things I've got a question for you is in, in your home, are there some things that are relatively uh, safe and easy for, for a homeowner to, to take care of without calling a plumber? Or is it one of those deals where it's just like, man, you, you probably don't want to mess with the
1: plumbing in your house. What are you, what's your suggestion in that? Well, that's a good question. Well, Every time you work on plumbing products or the piping, there's a risk of flooding. Sure. Yep. Uh, there's a risk of cross contamination. Mm. There's uh there's a uh, the risk you don't have enough parts to complete the job, and <laughs> then your wife comes home. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, and I've I've received those phone calls as well, where a project was started and he told his wife he could do the job, mm. and and it's the kitchen sink in his dinner time. Yes,
0: <laughs> um, he should have used our calculator. That's exactly. what <laughs> exactly
1: exactly. I like to tell you guys, you know, um as far as the home and do it yourself, I would not recommend it. Um because uh, just like potential leaks and leaks, water is the most destructive element in in the world. And yeah. if you have a small leak that you're in, you know, you can't see, it'll do some serious damage. Well yeah. and, and and backing up to something you just said,
0: cross-contamination, what what, what is that? What do you mean when you say that?
1: Um, there's a lot of ways that you could cross contaminate sanitary sewer and water supply fresh water mm-hmm. supply and whether you're on a well or a, a municipality um, you could potentially contaminate everyone's water mm. so there um, like there's your sprinkler system it has to be have a um, anti siphon device on it that is elevated and it prevents the spray heads that are in the lawn from allowing that water to cross contaminate with the fresh water that is provided uh the reason being is that there's <laughs> um pesticides and fertilizers and everything yep. in that lawn and it could uh, it could really hurt some people so sure yeah so uh, sp- specifically with irrigation systems
0: um I-, I think that's one of the things that you know Uh, as a homeowner, it's like, okay, I've got a a broken head. I ran over it with a lawnmower, right? And sure, I can just go to Home Depot and and take care of that. Um, You know, depending on your skill level, it's probably something fairly easy. But the problem there, I would imagine, is if you've got something broken down there, you might be digging and digging and digging. And and at the end of the day, going back to your calculator uh, conversation, (laughs) Craig is like, I got into a project that I wasn't really thinking I was going to get into, and now I've got to call somebody. Uh, do you work on on irrigation systems, or is there, I mean, I know there are people that just do irrigation systems. Is that something that, that a plumber would work on, or do I need to call an irrigation specialist for that?
1: That's another good question. Most plumbers will not work on irrigation system. Our company will. Yeah, okay. So um, we did not want our homeowners to call us and for service for a water leak, and get out there and find out it's irrigation, and tell them we cannot help them. Sure. Yeah. So uh, we because it is a separate license, isn't it? It it's a separate license for design. Okay. But um, because it's potable water, you can you a plumber could work on it. uh, Nice. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's something to just
0: to just know your plumber or if you don't when you call ask do you work on this or do you have a recommendation maybe yeah right i I think there's probably a lot of landscaping companies that would probably want to lead you to believe that plumbers can't touch it that they well sure because they want the business because like you said there is (laughs) there is a specific design license for the for those things um so but that's 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 good to know that plumbers can work on them yeah. So, so let me ask you this question specifically related, and we just are kind of coming out of the winter season down here. <laughs> a lot of people are still in the the thick of it, but uh, when it comes to sprinkler systems, um, there's a lot of talk out, out there specifically about winterizing um, and, you know, also there's this backflow valve that can, that can rupture and spray up in the, you know, so we've got all these issues, right? <laughs> right. And, um, So, what is your recommendation whenever it comes to winterizing uh, irrigation systems and those sorts of things?
1: Well, winterizing the irrigation system, uh, they have valves on those anti-siphon devices, which will save the anti-siphon device if you turn it off and drain it. But it will not save the valve if it freezes. Okay. So, um Wrapping it well, draining it, and then if it it's below freezing, I mean, a um, just a small heat lamp, I recommend that uh, for freezing, winterizing. Now, the rest of the in-ground, our frost line here in Texas is 12 <laughs> inches, so yeah. most of the piping in the ground is safe from any freezing. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know, because again, most irrigation companies will tell you, you have
0: to winterize. And so, I, it's just something that that popped into my head whenever we're talking about plumbing here. I mean that's a huge amount of plumbing if you've got irrigation system at your house. That is a huge amount of, of piping that's around your house that has a potential for problems. That's correct. And then usually very easily breakable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know, a lawnmower is <laughs> it's, it's all it takes. You hit that you hit that head just right or whatever and all of a sudden, you know, You've got a problem. When it, it's typically like a lower grade PVC too, isn't it? I mean, it, it, it
1: is-, is a like a Schedule thirty five PVC. That's yeah. a thin wall. It cracks very easily. So roots, tree roots, will get in there. All kinds of stuff. That's correct. Yeah. Or um, see, our homeowners have called us out. Like I said, for water leaks, the entire yards flooded, mm. and it turns out to be a solenoid valve, which is an on off valve that's operated by the timer of the the irrigation system. So, again, okay. we want to offer those services. We know how to repair it. We've uh, learned how to repair them, and we have the parts on the trucks. So, It's ready to roll. Yeah, so another, another thing that, that comes to mind is, is pools. A lot of
0: people have pools in their backyard. Do plumbers typically work on pools, or is that a pool company that needs to be called out?
1: Um, for most part, a pool company, um, unless it has to do with the water supply. Mm, I would okay. love to check out every single water supply to a pool personally because there's potential cross contamination. Oh, okay. And the pool companies aren't licensed for that. Okay. Ah. But we don't have the education on the pumps and the filters and stuff like that, so we wouldn't be able to help them. But okay. as as far as like
0: the the supply lines that you mentioned, uh, have you seen that done wrong quite a bit? Yes. Yeah. And so what? And so it's a, what you've seen is like a potential cross contamination issue.
1: Yes, if the if the water line is cu- tied into the pool fill directly mm-hmm. without that anti siphon device, then the water system's at risk. Is your pool at risk? So, so I mean, if I get into my pool at that point,
0: what Kevin wants to know is, is he swimming in poop water?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't get in a pool and go f- drinking it. Right. Because either it's water. Oh, no, but salt, my children water. do. <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> of course, they're pooping in there too, potentially. So <laughs> <laughs> if we have a cross contamination. Don't issue, invite right? Kevin's kids over to your pool. That's, 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 I think, what we've all learned. No, they don't do that anymore.
1: They're old <laughs> enough. But. Well, you're, the whole deal is what if there's a cross contamination on the pool? And something happens to the homeowner, mm-hmm. and the house is abandoned. Ooh. Mm. And then something gets in the pool, and let's say a animal, small dog, or and it dies in the pool, and it contaminates the water. Now you potentially have an auto-fill cross contamination with the public water system. Ooh. Yeah, that's a bad deal. So it's all fine until something bad could happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's all fun and games, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> until, okay, Yeesh. all
0: right. Not liking the cross contamination, man. No, that needs to be. And is that an easy thing to fix? I mean, if I, I mean, because when you say that, I feel like if I'm calling you out for that, all of a sudden I'm just seeing dollar signs coming up in my brain. I mean, is. Is that a big? Is that what pr- everybody thinks about plumbers? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it is. <laughs> Dollar signs. I'm, I'm going. Oh man, now I got to call a plumber. It's going to cost me this much money. Well, I mean, and, and, and to be fair, I mean that that's why we have this show is yeah. is to like because we want to we want to have these conversations. Like, what is what are we looking at when we talk about something like this? Because I think most people. I think most people would, would be afraid or even, even just let it go and potentially cause an even worse problem sure. because they didn't call because they were afraid of the, of the price point on something like that. Cause they just don't, they don't know. they were probably like Kevin going like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be like $50,000. They're going to have to dig up my foundation and, and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. And that, that
1: may be the case. I don't know. Ed- educate us <laughs> I think uh, our service prices are reasonable we generally charge by the hour but um, we generally come to a customer with uh, a couple of ideas on how to solve their issue yeah and you know you homeowners could always risk doing yourself especially if we find a solution for you but uh, you may result in an emergency call <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, it's, dig at your own risk yeah. <laughs> So, um, I, I say reasonable, well, I mean, we're reasonable priced. Um, I think as a homeowner, if I wasn't a plumber and call services, it would be no different than electrical services or mm. HVAC services. And, uh, we all know during the summertime, if your AC is not working, you will call AC. Yes, guy. you will. Yep. So, and um, don't mind the price tag usually.
0: No. Yeah. It's worth it. And I guess it's, that's. One of the things is good to to let our listeners know is that the likelihood is if you've if you if you think there's an issue, it's better to call, and get it checked on, and you know let someone like you come out and say, yes, you have a problem or no, you don't. That the potential that I think is something that I really want to, you know, to talk about for just a moment is what is the potential that a plumber is going to come to my house and tell me okay, yes, you have a problem here, but you also have 14 other problems that if we don't fix, it's it's going to wind up being a big, big problem forever and ever and ever. I think that's because it's one of those things that I think most homeowners, we don't see because the pipes are in a place where we can't see them. And so we just don't know. And s- since I don't know anything about plumbing, there's the risk in my head, at least, that I'm going to be taking advantage of and so, um, is, there, is there ways we can tell whether or not a plumber may be trying to just, you know, ring us of every dollar that we've got? Or, I mean, there's some things that we can look out for, um, some cross-checks, some questions maybe we can ask uh, to go, okay, is this actually necessary versus you recommending it, those sorts of things.
1: Right. Well... I can't speak for other companies, but I have heard that, you know, yes, companies will go out there and and they will try to sell you things that you don't need. Um, That's not what we do. We generally, and it's very difficult for... Uh, us to teach our guys to look for unsafe things because they're focused our, our journeymen are focused on Fixing your problem and making you happy mm-hmm. <laughs> and they will glance around uh, But uh, they don't have the experience my brother and I have and we will look for um, life-threatening things um, Like a water heater in the attic. Uh, I had a call for a water heater that wasn't working and as soon as I pulled the attic stairs down, and I saw the venting and then the insulation, it was an automatic uh, carbon monoxide risk for the homeowner. Mm. They were lucky; they were alive. Wow! So um, the vent was not on the water heater. The home was spray foam. It shouldn't be installed in that kind of home. Mm. And um, and it was just spewing the exhaust into the attic. And when the exhaust gets down to the fresh air, it burns irregularly and creates carbon monoxide. And, um, there has been cases where you go to sleep and you do not wake up. Mm, Wow. that's, that's one more reason folks to get a carbon
0: monoxide detector in your home. Yeah. And put them in strategic places. And they tell you, you know, if you don't know where, look on the box, go on the internet and Google where you need to have them. You need to have that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I guess one of the things that, um, that I've been told and, and, and I'm not going to ask you to endorse this in any way, shape or form, but I can is to is to recognize that a lot of times family owned companies are not out there to try to gouge you, to whereas some of the bigger companies that are advertising all over the place, um and and are the, are the company that that you hear about everywhere, a lot of times they are out there just to make money, and sometimes their technicians are are not, you know, they don't have as many years experience, and yet they're the ones that come out and tell you. And they're being rated on their job based on how much they sell, whereas family-owned companies tend to not do that as much. So I think that is something that I would encourage our listeners to to just think through a little bit. Find someone, you know, ask around, ask your friends. Do you have someone that you recommend? Um, Nextdoor, the Nextdoor app is actually really good for that kind of thing. Ask people on the Nextdoor app, you know, do you have a recommendation for a plumber? And you'll get a lot of good recommendations off that kind of thing.
1: We'll be top of the list. Okay. <laughs> On the next door app, um, yeah. we work locally. And we like to stay locally. I mean, uh, we live in the community, and we want to be seen and heard, and we want people to talk about our business, and we want nothing but good things. So sure. we're going to go out there and provide the best service that we can do. So that's yeah. awesome. And and so another thing that I would
0: I would say um, just to kind of think through is. A good question that I've I've heard before is if if you have anybody coming into your house telling you this needs to be done, I think a good question to ask is if I don't do this, what are my risks? You know, is there an end risk? You're you're telling me this may be a preventative or maybe something that needs to be done. What's my risk? You know, are are you telling me that if I don't get this done, then the next few weeks? or the next month or next year, I'm going to be spending thousands of dollars versus you can do it for a couple of hundred right now. The, those types of questions are what, what is my risk type of questions I think can really give you an idea of whether or not what's trying to be sold to you needs to be done right then, or whether you can put it off for a month or two. Uh, Cause I think that's for, for a lot of people, it's a budget issue right i mean, if i if I could spread this out over the month you know month by month by month, that would be easier for me financially versus you coming back saying, you've got a nine hundred dollars bill here and I've got to get paid now, you know those types of things that's
1: uh, that's correct. so like um, if the bill would be larger than average call, like a small one hour service call, fixed commode, unstop a commode fix a dripping faucet or anything like that. We would definitely um, get with the homeowner and go over some options before we move forward uh, on any major repairs. But um, like I said, we just come out and we solve your issue and then we will talk about any maybe future issues. We love to talk about if um, if we're just doing a wellness check on your water heater. So um, tankless water heaters, they require... Uh, service in annually Mm. you flush them out okay Uh, so it voids the warranty if you don't Ah, that's good information (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so it's a wellness check well if a homeowner wants to do a wellness check yes we want to talk about maybe um, if you're going homeowners they touch up the paint right put a fresh coat of paint sure why not some fresh fixtures? Mm. And if you're going to put fresh fixtures in, plumbing fixtures, what about a water softener to keep them from getting green mm. and corroded and ugly again? So, if you want to talk about spoofing up or putting new flooring in, don't forget about your plumbing. Okay. We could put shiny new stuff in, too, like I said <laughs> about the the freestanding tub and whatnot. But uh, we're not going to sell service that uh, that you do not need Uh if you call us out for a blockage on the sewer and you ask to find out what the problem is, that this is a reoccurring problem, and you hire our services to camera it, and we locate a problem, we'll fix it, and it's up to the homeowner's uh, a choice, but we're not going to say this blockage keeps reoccurring. You need an entire sewer line mm. when we think that a small repair in the sewer line could solve your problem. Um, Most of the time, it's actually the mud district's tap that is broke. (laughs) Mm. And uh, so plumbing companies will say, well, you need an entire sewer line, tear your entire yard up and cost you thousands of dollars when it's a a small repair. And it will be, um, it'll be expensive, but approximately about a fifth, one fifth the cost of an entire sewer line Mm -hmm. replacement. So um, that happens every day.
0: Okay, jeez. So, is it is it okay to ask a question? Like, it, let, let's say you come back and there is a nine hundred dollar bill. You're <laughs> telling me this thing cost nine hundred dollars, and I just know I don't have it. it. Is it okay to ask? Do you, you know, do you do any t- sort of payment plan? Can we, you know, lengthen this out some way? Is that something that's okay to ask, or do we just have to feel the pressure of nine hundred bucks, figure it out, put it on a credit card?
1: Well, we do not have any kind of payment plan options currently. Um, we're four years young, I believe we should by right now, but uh, we're we're working towards it. Okay. Um, we we love our customers, and our customers fuel our employees, and we love our employees too. And we're trying to balance both customers and employees. So uh, we try. We don't have the funds yet, or we haven't sought out uh, financing.
0: Okay. So. But it's it's worth asking the question, even if you have to tell the person, you know, the the customer, no, sorry, we can't do that. Uh, I, I, maybe it's worth asking. Right? That's that's it is. It's one of the
1: one of the potential reasons that someone might not call is they just think dollar signs. You we know? could we could also try to come up with a plan B, which our our journeyman should be coming to you with a couple of different options, anyways. Okay. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, and, and a little bit ago, you you mentioned water heaters and I've, I've kind of noticed, I mean, like you mentioned the tankless water heaters and I've noticed that there's there's a pretty big variety in placement of these things that can, can cause some, like I've, I've had some folks that have had water heaters in the attic, for instance, that, you know, the, either the drip pan fills or the tanks burst on those and then it floods the whole house but then you also see them where they put them in the in the garage and then you see the tankless ones they put on the outside of the house do you do you have any opinions as to like what's what's the what's the best one for the homeowner right now or what's the you know either efficiency or placement or any of those kinds of things
1: i i, I actually do <laughs> it is a Navien okay tankless water heater yeah And I support them back them 100%. That water heater could be placed anywhere Mm -hmm. outside in the attic. Is this electric, natural gas? It is a natural gas tankless on-demand water heater. Okay. It has the capability of a a recirculating line for on-demand hot water at On Point, um, which homeowners actually complain about uh, waiting for hot water. Yeah. Uh, so, this, uh, if you're doing new construction, for sure, is without a doubt.
0: That you have a little bit of experience in now.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's definitely going to be one in our home. There you go. So, um, <laughs> this heater is uh, also, it has an onboard brain. Um, if it's outside and the, and the temperatures are freezing temperatures, it knows when it's freezing outside and it will run. Oh, it keep, he- heats itself up. It heats itself up. That's to keep awesome. it from uh, freezing. Uh-huh. So, um, it's a very neat device, very s- small. It's about the size of a uh, carry-on suitcase. Mm. Mm. So,
0: okay. Well, And and with these, do you need one for like each bathroom in the house or is it, will it cover the whole house or maybe like up to two bathrooms? How, how's that work?
1: Uh, the 240A would probably do a two and a half bath house. Okay by itself. So, that, and that's hot water for like shower, bath, sink? Yes. Yeah? Okay. So, kitchen sink, dishwasher, and then... Oh, uh, so it would, do, it would do the kitchen as well yeah, then? Everything. Oh, wow. So, and then uh, if you do the research line, mm-hmm. um, you'll have on point hot water. That's awesome. And I, I, I may just,
0: what's on point mean?
1: It means like when you open the faucet, mm-hmm. it's, it's there, hot. Okay. There's no waiting.
0: Yeah, you're not like... Come on. Is it now? Is it now? Right. Okay. You always
1: hear the stories of people turning the shower on, brush their teeth, <laughs> <laughs> maybe pick out their clothes, yeah. then go check and see if it's hot. Is it ready yet? Okay. Yeah. Has well, it gotten here? <laughs> well, a new installation of a Navian 240A with the recirc line. Mm-hmm. You will not, you will turn it on. You can have, uh, I like these. Um, delta shower valves that have the temperature set on it oh yeah so you just turn it on and it was set to the last setting mm. and when you have on-demand hot water like that you just turn it on perfect. And step in the water it's perfect That's every nice. time man. so uh, man with these is it
0: safer to install these things on the exterior of the home or to, with these with these tankless does it is it really make a difference
1: it doesn't. It doesn't make a difference. I would only install it on the exterior of the home if you had a place that you didn't want to look at it, or you know, because uh, you I got mean, a neighbor you don't like. You want to give him an eyesore. Yeah. Or well, that. it's not really an eyesore. It's actually a nice looking device. You're sure. like, what kind of space age stuff is that? Or maybe it's you're like just trying James to make him I, jealous. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what I got. That's right. But um, it would make it easy for a service tech to service it annually. Outside. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I've seen, people.
0: I've just seen a lot of them on the exteriors of homes. And so like with hot water heaters in the attic, how, how are you feeling about that?
1: I do not like <laughs> tank type water heaters in attic. Yeah. Um, they're heavy. They're number one cause of plumbers not wanting to crawl in attics, mm, you okay. know, um, because the safety of trying to carry a water heater that is uh, ec- excess and weight that two men could carry. Yeah. But you're trying not to fall through an attic. So like you're talking about like you having to replace it. Yes. Yeah. So okay. it, it could uh, flood your home and It just, it's not good. Yeah.
0: Well, All right. I know you mentioned before that one of the things that you really in- enjoy are some of these specialty problems that you run into with uh, with with residential and, and probably even some commercial stuff too, but like what, give give us a for instance what, what was it what was a particularly dicey issue that you ran into that you were able to solve?
1: Um, well, a water leak under a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, some homes have water lines looped under the slab. When I first got into plumbing, uh, the plumber that I worked for actually did that. So I have a little background in doing it. It's not an approved practice now. But um, I figured out that uh, there's a device to locate uh, lines for the irrigation Mm -hmm. because we do that as well. Yeah. And I would, um, most of the lines that are underneath homes are copper. And uh, so uh, we would uh, locate one and connect this device to the copper. And it wouldn't give you an exact location, but it would narrow it down because everything's invisible in the walls. Right. But you have water mysteriously coming from somewhere. Nobody knows where. <laughs> so uh, and uh, I I went out on the one job that was like that. Another plumber had been there and he's been there days charging this homeowner by Jeez. the hour. Oh, my goodness. I found the one line because of how I would pipe it and trying to be in the mind of the plumber that would do it. And yeah. with our devices located the line and it was out of there in three hours. And they've been dealing with this plumber for days. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to be the hero. Um, we also specialize like in uh, sewer gas smell that you can't figure out. Um, we would smoke test, um, been in multi-story buildings, four-story mm-hmm. building. Could smoke the de- smoke. Nah, sorry. Smoke test the building. Yeah, and with uh, four four floors, ten minutes. Wow. That's all it takes. So for, what, smoke for, I mean for
0: people that don't know, what's what's a smoke test? Uh,
1: we introduce a white smoke. It has uh, kind of a different smell. It's not harmful. And um, when you introduce it into the drainage uh, line, it comes up through the vents. And if there's a leak anywhere, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll seep out like uh, where your toilet sits. There's a wax seal if you have sewer gas. Yeah. But um, it, the smoke will come right out and you could see it you may be able to smell it. Sometimes smell narrows it down. Huh.
0: That's amazing. It's like a four-story building. You got it nailed in 10 minutes. Right. That's crazy. That's, that's what you call working smarter,
1: not harder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, and we're not wasting homeowners' time or damaging their property looking for the problem. Yeah. So. Man, time huh. is money. I hate to go back to <laughs> gas, but we also have uh, some very high-tech gas sniffers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been called out to a gas leak. In the home, every there has been two other plumbers there. Show up on the job with the gas sniffer, walk out to a storage shed. Oh, my. <laughs> so it so, just happens that way. So, so. It, is it is
0: it kind of like with the other plumbers there? You're just kind of like, yeah, I found it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they're not there. Oh, you know, so the the homeowner was forced to call someone else, and yeah, and uh. Through recommendations, somehow find us. Sometimes hmm. the next door app. There you go. The next door app. <laughs> there
0: you go. Well, um, is, is there anything that we haven't covered that you're interested in, in talking about, or that or you would like a, a homeowner to know uh, before we move move on here?
1: Just uh, water filtration. That we uh, we're very knowledgeable in water filtration. If you want uh, perfect ice cubes or spotless glass or, or fixtures, you know, not to corrode, we're very good with that. We could uh, offer multiple uh, solutions. So you're talking about like, uh, like uh, in the,
0: like the glass in showers that kind of gets that white film on it. Yes. So what what do you guys do to prevent that from happening?
1: Um, well, first we would come out and we'd test the water mm-hmm. and see where the hardness is, and then we would run a model on how to get it out, whether uh it's filtration on like a a filter, a water softener or osmosis you know we have m- multiple stages and yeah, so,
0: so a lot a lot of people would not think to call a plumber for that I think a lot of people would think, Oh, I should probably call a water softener company or someone who's going to sell a product come out there, they're, they're going to tell me they're going to do the same thing. Why would I call a plumber over a, a company that, that does water softener, for example?
1: Well, you would only see a water softener company once. You see us all the time because, <laughs> okay, and our our water filtration systems about the half the cost of a water filtration company because mm. that's all they do. And um, I, I don't know why their cost is so high, but uh, we're generally about half. Oh, wow. So,
0: and it, I, I, like I know around here and this, this is probably not the case in, in a lot of different parts of the country. I know around here, a lot of people operate on wells and different things. Does that make a big difference when you're doing water filtration?
1: Uh, yes. Um, not a big difference, but you probably would not need soft water. Okay. So it would be more like you have sediment issues with mm-hmm. rust, uh, lime, calcium and whatnot, but it doesn't necessarily mean you have hard water. Okay.
0: They just need to be a filter at that point. Right.
1: Okay. Cool. And our, our filter, like a, a KDC that we offer, it backwashes and cleans itself just like a water softener. So you're not out there changing, uh, you know, paper filters every three to six months, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. okay. it's not fun. No. So.
0: Not okay. so Is there any other kind of like regular maintenance that, that homeowners sh- should be more aware of when it comes to their home in, in regards to plumbing?
1: Sure. Fill valves on commodes. Okay. So, on the the supply lines that feed fixtures and fill valves on the commodes, they really need to be replaced every five years. Oh, wow. Is At it? risk of flooding.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. Cause, because they'll leak or they just... What's...
1: Uh, the supply lines have they a potential to burst and the manufacturer suggested... Uh, Lifetime of them is only five years. Okay. And the fill valve is plastic and plastic. Everyone knows when plastic ages, it gets brittle. Yes. And in the event that that breaks, it will flood your home. Yeah. So,
0: and so like tip, typical cost to replace one of those every five years is what?
1: Uh, a single commode, $150. Yeah. Labor and material.
0: So that versus flooding. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that versus flooding. Yeah. You don't want to calculate that cost. <laughs> we don't have a calculator for that. And you do in mm. uh, there again, a commode has a potential for cr- cross contamination. Don't want to do it yourself.
0: Okay. Make sure you get that supply lines put in there properly.
1: Yeah. The fill valve, if it's too low and in the water line, mm. yeah, there's a cross contamination. All right. We got anything else, Kev? I, I don't think so. Uh, um, is there anything else you, you want to mention? Um. Not right now. Not right now. Uh, we'll, think we'll save
0: so. it for later episodes yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. We talked, we covered quite a bit. Yeah, we absolutely did. Well, well, it's been good, but uh, we, we, we're not quite done because uh, we want to hit the last thing that we do with all of our guests. I'm feeling a little nostalgic. I haven't done this in a while. Well, that's because you've been sick. <laughs> well, I, just, I wouldn't play in hooky. <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, this is what we call the final four. The final four. Yeah. So, uh, final four questions we ask all of our guests and, uh, they're not, not he says we, he just asks them all himself. He doesn't leave any for me. Yeah, well, that's just because you don't remember them. Uh-huh. So, all right, here we go. The first question, what's the must-have tool you won't leave the house without? Now, this could be directly related to your job, or if I were having you come over to my house and you just said, hey, I got to grab something, this is what I grab. Either either one.
1: Well, I'd hate to say but you know it's going to be the telephone.
0: Uh, you know what? I, it, it's just so true. There there's so many things that you access with your phone whether it's a an app for your company or, or you want to you know check prices on something or even just communicating. Yeah. Yeah, anything. So yeah. no, you're that's a good one.
1: Our phone is uh, connected to a dispatch system. And it uh, has uh, uploads of pictures. So we run a history on our customers and what we've done when we we're there to help better serve them in the future. And it also tells uh, our customers when we're coming, when we're going to arrive to oh, the nice. minute. Oh, so wow. They, so it's kind of like a GPS. It is a so GPS says, yeah. system.
0: You're like way different than the phone company. <laughs> <laughs> they give you like a two-week window. <laughs> you, you have to stay home for two weeks. We, we're going to come sometime during that. We're probably going to be four hours late. So, But you have to be
1: there. Yeah, you have to be there. That's really impressive. I like that. Yeah, It's good. And that cell phone is always the flashlight. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it has a good flashlight on it yeah, right? now, too. Yeah. You can even change the brightness yes. of it, which is
0: amazing. At least on my phone. I don't know. Those Androids. Eh. Who knows? All right. Second question. What's a job you've walked away from? this could be in your professional career or specifically, you know, maybe something at your house that you've decided I'm just not going to tackle that project. Or maybe I got into it and (laughs) I'm
1: like, I I can't do this any longer. Well, a job I walked away from, it has to be electrical work. Mm. We were talking about that just a couple episodes
0: ago that electrical is one of those things you really don't want to get too tied up in. I'm a, I'm a big fan of being alive.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just, uh, it is, I like plumbing systems and complication, but, uh, looking at schematic of electrical work or a wiring diagram, it just makes my eyes glaze over. Mm. Okay, good, good. Third question. How do you wind down
0: at the end of a long day?
1: That's easy. Uh, Uh, at the end of a long day, I like to wind down on the couch with my wife and, uh, We'll turn on some Netflix and chill for a little bit. Oh man, so. he's a man after my own heart. I,
0: that's exactly what what we do around you, my house. Are you watching Marie Kondo like Kevin? Is that no? <laughs> oh, it's man. his favorite show. <laughs> you know, you're going to get me started. Don't get me started. All right, all right. We're going to move on before that gets out of hand. All right, fourth question, last one. You're in the home stretch here. One of the best pieces of wisdom or advice. That you've ever been given Uh,
1: as my former employer um, because in the beginning of my work I was always worried about doing something wrong and uh, you know just taking my time and he would say uh, well if you don't make any mistakes you're not getting any work done so Mm. um, and you make mistakes and you learn from them and you move on so
0: yeah, mistakes aren't necessarily the end of the world. No. It depends on how you handle them, right? How you handle them, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. best teaching tool out there. Absolutely. Well, listen, Ryan, we're we so thankful uh, that you've taken the time to to come and, and be with us tonight and, uh, and to talk to us about something that I think a lot of people are misinformed. Goodness, we talked about so many things that we just didn't understand or know. I feel like I drank from the water hydrant. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to re-listen to this episode just to kind of— <laughs> figure out what all you said. Um but but thanks for um for for talking with us and um want to ask you one one more question. How can people get a hold of you if they're interested in in your services?
1: Uh well you could call our uh, local phone number 936-856-5551 or right there or um We have quite a few uh, sponsors out, um, like local ball field or basketball team. We try to give back to the community in that way and get her name out there. But uh, we also have large white vans with our number on them. You cannot miss them. (laughs) (laughs) Good advertising. Traveling billboard. That's right. Good, good stuff. Okay, well, great. We'll
0: link all that up in the in the show notes with your with your phone number so that people can get a hold of you. Um, and as always, thank you guys for listening. And if you've got any questions um, for for Ryan specifically, uh, you know you can send a, an email to info at homeownershow.com. Or if you've got ideas for shows, let us know. Um, but I think that's going to do it for our show today. We're we're here every Tuesday, so. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. But until next time, we'll see you later. See ya.